0: bids are in, the gavel is dropped. Ladies and gentlemen, here at WineBid, we are finally hammered. That's right, this is WineBid's podcast dedicated to all things wine value, wine auction, wine retail, and well, just wine. My name is Jeff Gern I work here on the WineBid marketing team. With me as always is our wine Expert and wine auction expert, and I really want to underline wine expert and bold it and italicize it and make it all caps. Uh, Paul, oh, you, I yes. like how
1: every week you come up with a new way to embarrass me, and
0: yeah, it's, that's totally a fallacy. It It actually takes me a whole week to plan out the way to embarrass you the following <laughs> week. It's a, I spend the most time figuring out how to embarrass you. This episode, I appreciate course, that. No problem. This episode, of course, is our wine auction recap episode. And I want to jump right in because there's some interesting stuff to recap. We have a, I don't know if this is a record, but I think Bilzer might be climbing up in the commodities market right now. Did this, 2015. Did this
1: secretly get like a top number
0: one, like a, a re revote of the number one spectator wine? Yeah, Wine Spectator must have issued some sort of code. like no, wait, a minute, wait a minute from yeah, like 20, like, from 2017.
1: It's, <laughs> like, it's all Azura. It's like, like this, they, this, they were like, this is the wine.
0: Did, they're like, Did we say Sasakaya? We were just kidding. <laughs> uh, you know, six years ago, uh, what we <laughs> meant was what we meant was Domain Le Bay, pulsard. <laughs> and and it went from $30 to 170 after tw- 12 bids.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a lot of bids on a single bottle and that's a quite a range from that right. from 30 bucks to I mean, I was reading about these <laughs> wines actually cuz we've talked about Jura wines, you know, we always talk about Gaebereck like every week. I don't although I think this might be the first week there's no new Gaebereck in, but anyway, Labe apparently is like extremely allocated not just to retailers but to brokers people were actually selling it in this country and so it's really really hard to get so
0: obviously somebody wanted to you know fill out a gap in their collection i can't believe i let you talk like a few years ago, I let Paul talk me out of buying 1,200 cases of LeBay, <laughs> and, and that was the worst decision. And he was cases. Like, it's never probably, going anywhere. There's he probably me, not even 100 cases. of this. Uh, he, he, Paul said to me, he's like, it'll never be worth more than $30 a bottle, Jeff, ever. And <laughs> here we are. Here we are, Paul. He said he would eat his hat if it ever got above $30 a bottle. And we're at 170 now. We've got the 09 Henri Gauge Nuit saint George which Chen uh, Don't don't forget the Chen Carteau. Yes, the Chen Cartot. This one we five of them who started at $45 a bottle. nine bids took them to $70, $71 dollars yeah, a bottle. Yeah, I think I'm
1: pretty sure this is another wine that I mentioned last week. Yeah. Yeah. This it's a great, out. great red vintage. And there was, I want to say there were some other it might even have been 99. No, I'm thinking there was another wine from 99. Another kind of like ones and twos. Interesting to see five of these and not too surprised. 45 seemed cheap to me to start for sure. Like that didn't seem like, you know, that seemed underpriced. So that, that seems kind of in line. That's not too crazy.
0: No, I, I, man, 45, I think would have been just a steal. So to see it up in the $70 range is probably about where it should be. Yeah. 2017. This is another one I believe we mentioned. Alice at Olivier uh, de Bourgogne Burgundy Aligote started at yeah, that's, 35. This
1: is a little 16. surprising. Yeah, that's a little surprising. We talked about the Chablis wines that they mm-hmm. produce, and they come they come in fairly often. They're sought after and and rare, but you know we see them. But then Aligote, maybe it's just a factor—the fact that it's not—it's really not available. Whereas the Chablis, you know, they're around, but the uh, Allégoté, no, that seems pretty interesting. Sixty bucks for <laughs> Allégoté. Well, but then you know these are this kind of thing is happening all over the place in 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 Burgundy these days. Well,
0: I, let's look at another example. Twenty seventeen Domaine Chantevrev, Burgundy started at twenty five, hammered at fifty one. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting because I didn't know. I've heard of this producer
1: and I've seen the wines, but. I had no idea someone was going to bid it up to that to that level. Seven bids, yes. So, a lot of, was, lot of action on that thing.
0: That was quite a bit. Another seven bids went to an O2 Panier Agris de Panier Extra Brut. Thirty dollars is where it started. Some bids to get a seventy-two.
1: Rare stuff.
0: Yeah. Rare stuff yeah. for sure. Very rare Never stuff. seen it again. <laughs> you'll, you'll, uh, this is another one. I had I had the opportunity to buy a few thousand cases at $30 a bottle. Paul talked me out of it, obviously. Well, I last time it was an bets. auction
1: was in 2016, and you could have bought, uh, let's see, two, three, four bottles. Uh, actually, no, you could have bought one bottle at 30 bucks, and the other two it looks like the other ones
0: went for $40. So, you know, I don't know why I keep... I don't know why I keep letting you talk me out of this stuff, Paul. <laughs> Nineteen ninety-seven, Robert Ampou, merceau Ampo. Carmes Ampou, Ampou merceau Chalm. Whoops, <laughs> Chalm, Chalm, not Carmes. Uh, 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 seven bids, took her from seventy-five to one thirty. We had three of those. Um, yeah, so- that's a that's
1: an interesting one too. I think Ampou wines are are they seem to be you know getting more and more attention again. I don't believe, nope, never sold this wine before, before last week. So that's a, that's a rare one. And I don't think, I think that's probably the only vintage of Merceau Charm from Ampo we've actually ever sold. So that's a rare one.
0: That's what about this one. 78 Domaine Robert Arnaud Von Romany? Yeah, so this uh, is the wine.
1: It's funny. <laughs> this is the wine
0: I was saying that like
1: we had seen, I think it was, i I think Never. I should look back. no, we'd seen a version of this wine, a like but a first bre von Romane from like yeah. eighty two or eighty three and it it got bid way, 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 way up, like way up. I think it was it started at something like seventy bucks and got bid up to like three fifty. so. Similarly, we mentioned last week that very thing. We said, well, hey, you're you're never gonna see this our new wine again. And then all of a sudden there's like late seven or it a 78, and I think there was a it 71 was... von Romane premier crew, but the 78, I that is fascinating 180
0: to 421, 421. <laughs> like wow yeah that's I mean, cool. that is, so i guess we were, you know,
1: it's, the, it's the finally hammered effect it's, it's happening it's right, the, right left <laughs> it's
0: right before our eyes it is the finally hammer effect we had a uh, this was a 2014 uh dominio uh del aguila Roberto Del Duero, this one, six bids to so from 70 to 170, just over 170. Yeah,
1: that's pretty surprising, right? Because there seems to be all <laughs> kinds of deals in Spain, especially in, in
0: Roberto Del Duero, but... Well, seems to have been all kinds of deals yeah. in Spain. I think the word is out that Spain makes some phenomenal wine and it is priced very competitively. Yeah. This looks like Some
1: serious stuff. I see they have like a wax top, really kind of cool artistic label with an illustration on it. So I'd be curious to know what's going on here. There's also looks like a unique identifier under the reserva and the on the basically beneath the wax top. So there's probably there's probably a lot of seriousness going on here. Anyway, I think so. Rare rare, Um, that's another
0: rare one. Rare stuff and then the other one that I'll mention before we we jump over to some of the heavy hitters. Actually, I'll, I'll mention two more. We had a non vintage Manuel uh, Eugenio for uh, Ferrandes Verdello, uh, uh, Merde- more than forty years Madeira. This one six bids took it from seventy five to three twenty. Yeah, that's um, interesting because means- there was a
1: bunch of port. There was a bunch of stuff from Portugal and Madeira in last week. We didn't get a chance uh, to even was, touch on Portugal. We didn't get a chance to touch on anything from the rest of europe we just got stuck in france but there were all kinds of like because I, I i follow these things just on my own and there were all kinds of like 20 30 40 i think there were even there was even like a hundred hundred year old tawny or something from maybe um oh gosh i'm
0: spacing on the producer anyway this portugal I'm trying to remember. It's from Portugal. That's where I know it's from from. Portugal. Well, you just said you didn't know. I said producer. And I don't know where it's from. Producer. I'm just educating you on where it comes from, where Tani comes from. Yeah,
1: Well, that's a, you know, Jeff, this, this bottle reminds me of you. Everyone says, how old is Jeff? Well, more than 40 years of age. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it was just too easy. It's too easy. It's right in front of me. So. Anyway, I I do like that. It's very vague. It's like, you look at the bottle, it says like 40. I was like, no, wait a minute,
0: more than 40 years of age. I feel like that's like when you see a sign and someone's like, I'm in the top, I'm one of the top 15 realtors in, in, you know, in Sanford, in the Bay Area or whatever. And you're like, okay, so you're number 15. Because (laughs) if you're number one, you never say I'm in the top 15. You're like, I'm number one. So what that means when they say more than 40. So it's like 40 years in a day. Like everything is exactly, you know. That's like the old because you know age, age
1: here is is what is what you want generally, you know. So you know, right?
0: But but I mean, you're I saying you're, oh, in, I see.
1: You're saying that like it is if it was like sixty just year old, old stuff. over forty years.
0: Yeah, if they had sixty year, year old stuff, it's not, not putting like eighty or a hundred year. It's just yeah, barely they would have put over 40 more 40 than year. more than sixty. Well, right. you know, six
1: bidders decided it was worth a lot more than seventy five bucks, so they paid you know
0: more than seventy five dollars. They paid more than. 70. 75 bucks the other thing is a little i mean see this is where my marketing expertise comes into play here paul okay. because marketers you know marketers did that and 100 percent, it's like 41 year old stuff that's it <laughs> right max max 41 year old would you um, say it's worth max
1: 320 dollars, or or
0: not or would you be careful I think this one could be on a rocket ship to the moon. The next, Oh, wow. Okay. This. All right. You hear Jeff's investment. Well, see, that's what I'm going to start calling you. No, ever. I'm not. not, not, I'm I'm say, not Jeff not, is not, your wine investment expert. Jeff, who has made precisely no money off of wine. <laughs> like I've never made a dime off. Of. In fact, it's only ever cost me money by getting cons- going into my belly. So it's an um, intellectual investment, is what it is. It's an intellectual investment. Okay. It's an investment in 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 my happiness. Nineteen ninety eight Palmry uh, Brut Louise. Oh yeah, um, you you <laughs> you mentioned this because you're like you
1: you told me that I didn't like it. Was the first thing I think you said. You're like you probably th- hate this wine. Yeah. And then I said <laughs> you're wrong. It's great, especially the ninety. <laughs> I, I haven't. I, ha- I have to say I haven't had it in a long time because it seems like one of those wines you
0: just don't see anymore. But. <laughs> You you know what's funny is is I mean look Paul is an exceedingly large champagne house yeah like it's big. they're 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 a very large champagne house and you do like I feel like I used to see them more do you see the blue the blue label? yeah and you, you see do. those little bottles they I the think pops really,
1: you see them yeah exactly they're, the they're pops everywhere they're everywhere but they're like, like Louise you feel and... like I feel like you'd see the Louise in a lockup case in in high end markets or something you know because. There's, even, there's gotta be a decent amount of it around, but even
0: then I feel like I feel like you just don't like a lot of the high-end, even places that have high-end lockers. I feel like I rarely see Cuvée Louise, Yeah, you know? no, I agree. I don't you don't see it around a lot. No, it's not. Uh, but it's tremendously delicious juice, like it's, yeah, it's so good. good. It's good stuff, um, and it's got a lot of acidity, so I feel like it, you know, it's got good age ability. I'd be really curious to try this 98 from whoever bought it. I mean, it started at 106 bids took them to about 150 is where they hammered but this is just tremendously delicious juice let's talk about some of the expensive stuff right some of the more expensive stuff that hammered this is one that i think we mentioned six bottle lot odbc of petrus mm-hmm. which uh, i know we're not supposed to say this is exceedingly rare like you know six bottle odbc cases of petrus are growing on trees like you just don't see this stuff very <laughs> yet. i mean i,
1: can't, well, I let's remember see. like I'll say you'll see it more often the la bay. That's well, the, yes, okay. You're not gonna find a six-bottle case of la bay. If you do, you know, well, it might not go for twenty-two thousand dollars, but it
0: <laughs> you know, it'll it'll go for a little bit. It'll go for it'll go for some good money, but this six-bottle lot, AWC at Petrus, uh, 09 Petrus, 22740 is, yeah. is what it hammered at. And I'm hoping that's just the late birthday present from you. But uh, I'm going to not look at whoever won that just in case. I don't want to ruin your surprise. Okay. We had 2019 Screaming Eagle, Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. There it is We bought a lot. There it is. $10,425 OWC. Wow, that's got to be some phenomenal Sauvignon Blanc, <laughs> and you
1: don't uh, not often seen in the wood. We see the single bottles in. I think there's some more this week, but not. There is too no often do you week. see it
0: in the in the wood cases? You don't. We also had some uh, two bottle lot of 1980 uh, Jaillet Echazot. This one 79.50 for for two bottles. That was interesting to see to see both of those, and then a six bottle lot OBC of O and Mouton for 44.95 so anything oh, oh i'll also mention this is what i wanted to mention but we didn't get to it the 07 three liter of masetto oh uh, did that sell last week 555 yeah that yeah. sold last week yeah one that that i wait I, I can't remember if we actually got to that or or not but it was one that i've been i've been keeping a tr- keeping track of
1: no, I don't think we got out of France last week. I think we were there were we were so overwhelmed with wine that uh we never made it out of the country. But there we, were we, all we, kinds of crazy stuff in last week. The,
0: there was all kinds of crazy stuff from Italy and there was a ton of large format, particularly like I believe a lot of Mosetto large format that I was. Yeah, they're like, massive. Like really I think there were that.
1: actually more than one three liter, which is wild. Yes. There was sasakaya, there was you know Tignanello, all kinds of
0: crazy stuff last week in large for it and a lot of it in like large format like three mags and three liters and stuff yeah which you just you know i mean i I knock on wood you don't see that a lot right like that stuff doesn't come across every day but somebody was a big collector of that and they just you know they decided to let it go anything in particular that you thought was was interesting
1: now, I think we mentioned, like, we mentioned some of the standouts that are new, kind of made me laugh. I didn't think it was going to go up to four four hundred $421, but there was some Antica Terra rose that that stuff is on fire right now. It's uh, got bid up from 70 to 110. More of it uh, in auction. We've got some more Antica Terra coming in on. Yeah. Isn't there like maybe another bottle of the rose in this week or something?
0: it I think, is i think there um, is um i can tell you what it is because i i noted it yeah it is the rosé is the uh erratica yeah. uh, uh rosé of pinot noir and by so the way it, we'll Angelica stuff, Cali, huh? it Sorry. already has four bids oh wow so it wait, already has four bids what's it up it, to it's up to 63 it was at 45 oh. it's now at 63 at least the, when i checked it earlier so yes yeah, and I mean, that's
1: this stuff is really, it's really going for it, which is interesting. So anyway, that was, it's interesting to watch this, you know, Roseco for over a hundred bucks from a, you know, small producer up in Oregon. That's, that's always something to keep an eye on. Cause I'm sure really now cool. it's going to push their Pinot Noir and Chardonnay prices. I, I would imagine more. There was some Kalen yeah. that got bit up, not too much, but obviously, this stuff has a following. It was a 95 Chardonnay Cuvée CH, started at 40, hammered at 60, which is not a lot of money for a California Chardonnay. But Kalen clearly is, you know, still having, I think, a moment. It I believe the proprietor passed away not too long ago, sadly. But these wines were always. Very they had this following for a long time, and they were kind of kind of interesting in the sense that they didn't release them for a long time until you know, years after vintage and all sorts of let's just call it natural winemaking philosophies before it was a thing. And so that's that's kind of neat to see those you know come come about. There were some Santa Cruz Mountains wines. We, I was kind of bummed we didn't get to talk about California last week because there were all these really interesting rarities, and Santa Cruz yeah. Mountain Vineyards, which is a very generic sounding name, but is a winery that I believe. If it still exists, it's not what it was. But there were some old, like mid-80s, Pinot Noirs and and Cabernets. And there was this Bates Ranch, 86 Santa Cruz Mountain Vineyard Cab. Started at 50, hammered at 71. Nothing crazy, but I think these are becoming more and more and more collectible because they're, I'm not going to compare them to Montebello or anything like that, but they are- Like, where are you going with this, Paul? (laughs) Be careful. (laughs) Well, they're still, you know- I would imagine these would eclipse a hundred bucks before too long if they come come up again. They're not they're not exceedingly rare, but they you know they don't they don't come into auction every week like some of the other
0: things that we see. I mean, but, like we know Santa Cruz has the potential to make some phenomenal wine. I'm, oh yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of. It's actually surprising to me that you you know Montebello seems to be the. I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but it seems to be you're, you're you know you know a lot about the stuff more than I do. But it seems to be one of the only like the big name out of Santa Cruz, which maybe yeah. is a little surprising. You would think there would be some other vineyards that would you know pop up and be able to make a name for themselves, and maybe that's what we're seeing.
1: Yeah, it's true. And I, you know, I don't know. Well, I don't know what happened to Santa Cruz Mountain Vineyards. I would imagine that the fruit is being, and well, I know Bates Ranch is still being harvested by other other producers, or maybe it's owned by somebody else entirely now. But it's Cabernet that I believe is made, of course, I have no idea who makes it now. But, you know, there's not a lot of vineyard property down there. And so it's, it's rare to begin with. But yeah, you're right. You'd imagine that there'd be other names from the area that, that were, you know, Selling, you know, three figure cabernets, but maybe not. Maybe they ridge found the sweet spot or something. I don't know. I mean, the only Eden, one I would think, be like, well, Mount Reese. Eden is not far behind, if you ask me. The old vines cap they make is incredibly good, and the chardonnay is amazing. So, I think they're up there. But yeah, there's there's not a whole lot of other stuff that and there's what Reese, like that I know about. Reese is up there, right? Reese has yeah, uh, Reese is nearby, and actually, that's I have some pics from from the current week so real quick there was also this wine called uh i think it's house on h-a-l-c-o-n small small producer and there was a 13 tierra theopolis petite Syrah that was in last week started at 20 and got bit up to 53 and that was pretty wild because i know that this winery has a little bit of a following and I didn't even know they made wine back in 2013. I thought it was much, much younger producer. But anyway, fun to see stuff like that, you that you just definitely don't see all the time. And like I said, there was a bunch of interesting port and all kinds of cool champagne last week. So
0: yeah, I think that was about it. All right, then let's wrap this up with uh wine bids auction recap on Finally Hammered. This has been Jeff Begird and Paul Walker wishing you happy bidding and cheers. Cheers.